Hey, welcome to episode 41 of the Coffee with Content Creators podcast hosted by Rob Alasabas. That's me. Glad that you're here. I can't believe it's 41 episodes. That's actually fun fact how old I'm turning this year. <laughs> so now you know how old I am. Yep, born in 1981. So here we are. Um, yeah, really excited to have you here. This podcast, if you guys don't know, if you're new here, glad to have you here. This podcast is all about, you know, me, just bringing on friends of mine in the industry of the content creator economy, you know, bringing on content creators, industry experts, founders of different software platforms that serve content creators and help them, you know, build their revenue and different multiple income streams. And, uh, you know, just talking all about the good things, the bad things, the pretty and beautiful things and the ugly details behind all of those journeys behind the scenes, you know, because there's there's tons of good stories out there. And so hopefully if you're a content creator, then you're in the right place. This is really where you need to be. Would love for you to kind of get plugged into our community here as well. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about that in just a second. But before we jump in, I want to let you know who our guest is today. Now, our, our guest is Dimitri Shapiro, Dimitri Shapiro great guy. He's the CEO at Koji, which is a really cool tool. It's kind of like the easiest way to describe it, but it does no justice for what it actually does is that it's a link in bio tool. All right. It's a link in bio tool, but it's way more than that. You're going to learn more about it um, from Dimitri himself. Now he's the CEO at Koji. He's a fantastic guy. He's based in San Diego. I've been talking to a lot of folks from San Diego lately. I just last episode, I talked to Marlino Batanga from, uh, mix and uh he's also from san diego but yes uh so uh dimitri's from san diego got to, a chance to talk to him a little while ago but we reconnected and uh sort of caught up um and uh and yeah just gonna be a really good conversation here really enjoyed this conversation with him kind of where his head is at as a ceo of a company that helps content creators you know it's kind of funny he actually mentions and you'll learn more about in the episode is that he actually didn't really think that creators would be the i like the, the the main audience for uh his platform for his tool but it's a really cool tool all right way more than just a lincoln bio but that's the easiest way for me to describe it all right so you're going to be meeting marlino he also used to work at google directly and also myspace and uh founded other companies along the way in his career journey and so oh funny enough i just got a message from marlino batanga who i just interviewed in the last episode just messaged me right now on linkedin he said thank you again for the opportunity, had a great chat, uh, great guy. So um, yeah, anyways, <laughs> getting sidetracked here. But hey, I wanna say a quick thank you. As always, I wanna show love to the to the, to the the folks that show us love. And so I wanna say, say thank you to the folks over at StreamYard uh, for supporting this podcast and also my YouTube channel, man, for years now, they've been just a, a such a supportive uh, cast. Uh, you know, and partner of mine uh, on both YouTube and also on this podcast. And I appreciate it so much. I use StreamYard pretty much on a regular basis. I use StreamYard actually to record this podcast. And uh, it's an amazing tool. You know, it's a live streaming platform all in your browser. So you don't need to download anything. And you can interview your guests really easily. Again, they can just use their phone or browser. Uh, you can, you can, 
brand your broadcast so like you can totally make it look super nice and sleek and professional without having a lot of design <laughs> acumen if that's a way to say it you know you can like easily brand your broadcast and make it look really nice and professional you can even stream directly to facebook youtube linkedin you know inside of your membership like i do inside of you screen uh on twitch man all sorts of places and uh, you can even do all of those places like multi-stream uh all at the same time just using Streamyard. and so thank you so much to Streamyard. if you guys want to go check out Streamyard, uh by all means go to their website there's also a link in the show notes um and uh man you know you'd be supporting this podcast um if you click on that link because that gives you a free trial and also is an affiliate link. So you'd be supporting this podcast, which I appreciate so much. So um, again, really quickly, I always try to do this in the beginning of every episode because people are asking me like, hey, Rob, where do we catch the live recordings? I heard that you do these recordings for the podcast live. And so, yes, I do. <laughs> and so let me break it down for you real quick. All right. There's three things here. The first is that you can catch the live podcast recordings just by heading heading over to my YouTube channel, subscribing to my YouTube channel, because we do them live as a live stream. All right, so you can come in, say hello, like chat, and also ask questions, which I love. Um, our guests love them as well. So come and find the show notes and find the link to my YouTube channel. Or if you just look for Rob Balasabas on YouTube, there should only be one. <laughs> and so just look for me there. Uh, it's probably the most active. There's more than one Rob Balasabas on YouTube. I would be very surprised but also very, very curious. So um, yeah, so head over there. You can also then listen to all of the audio versions of the podcast, just like you are now probably, um, just on your favorite podcasting app, whether that's Spotify or Stitcher or Apple or Anchor. I do see that most of you are listening to this on Spotify, which is very interesting. I don't know what to do with that information or that data, but hey, that's cool data point, right? Uh, we're all making data-driven decisions. So <laughs> I do see a lot of you are listening to this on Spotify, which is cool. So if Spotify, if you're listening, maybe we should be, I don't know, I don't know, do something Spotify. Um, and then lastly, if you guys want to catch the video versions of these conversations, head over to our membership platform called Creator TV. It's $15 a month, but there's a free trial. So you can come in and just kind of check it out, you know, sit on the sidelines. If you don't want to, you know, jump right in, you can see all, you can listen and watch to uh, all of the recordings, all of the podcasts, but also tutorials and workshops and other things that we are creating. We're just giving it full access over there. No ads, you know, like you would on YouTube and stuff like that. And so come and catch us there as well. Now, the nice thing also which a lot of people actually find more valuable than the content itself is that there's also a private community inside of our discord uh, so for all the members so you can take part in that as well and that's where we're connecting on a regular basis helping each other out giving each other ideas and tips and resources and all that it's a really fun community it's growing and so we'd love to have you there and then also you get to tap into the private members only live streams as well all right so that being said that is all the housekeeping for this episode. If you guys have any questions, slide into my DMs. If you guys could share this, man, I would love that. That's, you know, again, this is free for you. Hopefully you get value. One way to support this above all else is just to share it with somebody else. Share it on Instagram stories or LinkedIn or Twitter. That would be awesome. And if you do, 
I appreciate you so much. Make sure you tag me though, so that I can reshare it as well. All right, I wanna show you some love back and uh, and connect with me on, on social, whether it's LinkedIn or Instagram, would love to just connect with you there. Outside of this podcast, you know, I would love to hear from you and hopefully you're not just hearing from me, all right? I wanna have a conversation, all right? So again, you're gonna be meeting my good friend, Dimitri Shapiro, CEO at Koji. All right, enjoy this episode. Hey, Dimitri, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Hey, uh, I'm doing great. I'm, I'm excited to, yeah. to see you and spend some time together. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, we were just kind of chatting a little bit before we hit record. And uh, yeah, you, you've got a nice setup. If you guys are listening to the audio version, you got to catch the video version. But you got a nice setup now. I remember talking to you last. There was like fencing and like uh, stuff all your yard and stuff back there. Yeah, well, for, for your listeners, uh, so I've never built anything, you know, physical in my life. And somehow out of the blue, I decided to build like a backyard office here. So I framed a 16 by 8 building that I learned to do on YouTube. And uh, have sort of been adding to it. And now it's sort of turned into this like studio thing. So I've got, you know, lights and, and a nice camera. And, and, and here we are. I, I built this thing myself, which is just like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, uh, nice, nice job there. It looks really nice and sharp. Um, I imagine you've been doing a lot more interviews and and things as Koji has been growing in the last like what half a year or so since we talked. I think. Yeah, yeah, we're uh, we're continuing to grow and uh, see success stories that are like really awesome and you know changing people's lives. Yeah, uh, which is always like really rewarding, obviously. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, um, you know, you're you're quite active in LinkedIn. Like if you guys haven't connected with Dimitri, make sure you connect with them on LinkedIn. I'll have all the links for everything we talk about here. But um, yeah, tell, tell the folks out there who haven't heard about Koji, what Koji is, you know, a lot of people will just say LinkedIn bio, but it's way more than that. So yeah, yeah. describe it a little bit. Yeah, in your own words. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, you know, for the folks that know how the sort of being a creator works today, uh, if, if you're a creator and you're serious about, you know, engaging audiences on these various social platforms, uh, you have accounts on, you know, Instagram and TikTok and YouTube and whatever, and you produce great content and yeah. starting to build a following. Uh, and now you want to potentially engage with your audiences in different ways. For example, you might want to create a, a premium tier. And so you join Patreon and then you've got to sort of set up your Patreon and get your audience to leave Instagram and TikTok and sort of create accounts on Patreon and go meet you there. And then you say, well, I'd like to be able to offer them that they could request custom videos from me, that I could record a video specifically for them or their loved ones. And so you join Cameo. Yeah, and, yeah. and now you've got two links. And, and so now, <laughs> because you can only have one link on Instagram and TikTok, you get a link tree. And, and then right, you start right. linking to these services and you got to manage all these services. And and so anyways, this is sort of the state of the art today. Koji sort of introduces a new approach to it, which is instead of sort of joining all of these different services and using a link tree to link to them, you simply create a Koji. And so a Koji is sort of like a link tree, meaning it has a, a menu that you can customize. It's completely free of charge to use with all the customizations. Like it's radically more customizable than Linktree or any other link in bio out there and completely free forever. And then you can choose from all of these different modules. We call them mini apps that you can add to your link in bio. Uh, today, we've got 274 of them. Uh, one of them, for example, that you're showing there is called Shoutout. Shoutout 
is like Cameo, but directly on your LinkedIn bio. So you can add this directly to your LinkedIn bio, and then people that engage with you on Instagram or TikTok or Snapchat, whatever, can write on your LinkedIn bio, pay you money, tell you what they want you to record for them, and, and do the transaction there without having to go to Cameo or Patreon or any of these other services. And so again, we've got 274 modules. There's new ones that are being added every single week. And so basically we think the future of creators is one platform with many modules mm -hmm. rather than many platforms that need to be managed individually. And because everything is integrated, you get an amazing dashboard that lets you sort of see things that you could never see before. Because again, today, let's say you've got a fan that subscribes to you on Patreon and also gave you a tip using buy me a coffee. There is no real way for you to sort of merge those two things together and know that it's the same fan. No easy way to do that. But here, because everything is integrated, you know exactly who your fans are. You know exactly where they're engaging with you. You know exactly which of these modules are working better than others, which, to which audiences, inside which networks, yada, yada. So basically just a, a new massively upgraded way for you to be a modern creator. That's amazing. And we, and we sort of believe that like everyone is, is moving towards being a creator, meaning that this is really what we call sort of this creator economy today is basically just sort of a prototype to our collective digital future as, as digital natives. Like, look what we're doing here. We're engaging each other digitally. And, yeah, but we yeah. have very limited interfaces here on StreamYard of what we can do together. But if I bring my Koji into it, which is just a link, so I can share it, for example, with you via chat. Now, all of a sudden, you have all these new interfaces that I'm offering to you of how you can engage with me. It doesn't just have to be in my LinkedIn bio on, on Instagram and TikTok. It's in my email signature. It can be a QR code. It's just a link. I hope yeah, that's fantastic. I think the the way that you have uh, positioned this, you know, it's not it's simply not just a link in bio. I think I, I really, you know, that's something that a lot of creators need to wrap their heads around. You basically are bringing all of these other revenue streams into this one platform, and it happens to just be like a link in the bio. But like you said, it can be an email and all these things. Um, but you've really, you know, done a great job in doing that. Um, in terms of uh, how you guys are able to bring in like you've created an app store which i think is probably unique to a lot of um the other link and bio tools out there um how are you guys actively growing that are you guys inviting you know open api open everything so that um you know developers can just come in and, and build what they want yes if you go to withkoji.com developer meaning if you're a software developer Mm -hmm. uh, you can show up there and see all of our scaffolds, read all of our documentation. Um, and even mm -hmm. our link in bio offering is completely open source. So a developer can show up here and take our link in bio, modify it in whatever way they want, and launch entire new link in bio services mm -hmm. that all have these integrations of all of these modules. And then built into the platform, the, our payment rails, and so we support global identity, global payments, web-based push notifications, refunds, chargebacks, deep analytics, like all of the stuff that's never really existed, integrated in the creator economy before, now is. And, yeah. and that sort of creates really, really powerful dynamics. Yeah. And of course, again, this is why we're able to have these new modules showing up every single week. 
because any developer from around the world can show up and start making new capabilities that yeah. work with Koji. Yeah, yeah. And I think what you showed me before, like somebody can go in there and kind of essentially duplicate something that's like as close to what they want to develop as possible and then like be almost 90% to, you know, something close to, you know, shout out but with a twist so they can just duplicate the code and then essentially, you know, sort of make their own like modifications to it. Right. Uh, so that's how you can kind of pump up, like, you know, pump out uh, all of these new apps so super quickly. Yeah. That was actually our sort of original insight. Uh, mm -hmm. When we started building Koji four years ago, uh, we, we didn't have the creator economy in mind when we okay. built the platform. Hmm. Yeah. What our realization was that, uh, when developers or product people say that they want to build some new product, they tend to describe it as it's like this for that. It's like Uber for dog walking. It's kind of <laughs> right. a canonical example, right? Right. Uh, and th this is the way we think about building products. And we said, well, what if we could sort of instrument that kind of a workflow for developers? Like, what mm -hmm. if I could sort of give you the source code for, in this example, Uber, and let you make a copy of it and modify it to be for dog walking and launch it? Wouldn't that be radically faster and simpler than building Uber for dog walking from the ground up? Meaning at the code yeah. level, the difference between Uber and Uber for dog walking is extraordinarily small. Right. The overwhelming majority of things is exactly the same. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so we call it subtractive development. And so Koji really mm -hmm. is a platform for subtractive development. It just so happens when you allow developers to much more rapidly create applications they say, well, what application should I create? And of course, the world wants to be creators. You know, the new generation growing up, it's a generational thing. They want to be, they're smart. They want to be social media creators. And so these developers are basically fulfilling their needs. Exactly, exactly. Well, share some of the, share some of the wins, some of the success stories of uh, the creators that are, um, you know, using Koji and how, how they have, you know, 10x or 100x their revenue and just made it easier for themselves to, you know, grow their revenue streams, um, you know, with this with this tool. Yeah, look, it's it, it's really interesting as I watch, you know, all these different creators that are, you know, sort of doing different things with Koji, because you can do so many different things with these combinations of these, you know, 274 apps we have today. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and it's really interesting to see that, like, uh, sort of, Creators fall into two sort of primary buckets I, to me. I mean, there's obviously many buckets, but in specific in this dimension, one mm -hmm. are creators who are taking sort of the traditional approach to being a creator, meaning they, they start creating content. They try to build a following and try to grow that following in order to get large enough that they can either, you know, make money from ads on YouTube, for example, or that some sponsor shows up and gives them some money to do that. That's kind of how people, I think, have been thinking about being a creator. And then there's some of these other folks that think about it radically different. And one of them is, uh, is this guy's name is Kyle Smith. His, uh, his URL is koji.2tshirtfit uh, or with koji.com you know, slash at t-shirtfit. Uh, last year, uh, Kyle was a sheriff's deputy in Idaho working mm. night shift in a jail. It's funny when you talk to him. I recently recorded a live stream with him. He's like, 
man, my job was so hard. People wanted to hurt me, and, and <laughs> oh man, <laughs> it was it was really really hard. And uh, and uh, and now he says he's stress free being a creator. Now, how's that possible? Because most creators complain about burnout and things like that. Because he's a very different type of a creator. He is not trying to grow an audience in order to get sponsorships or in order to monetize YouTube. Every piece of content he creates on Instagram and TikTok are these little video shorts, you know, reels mm. and, and uh, TikTok, yep. which recipes that he shows that he cooks that are super, you know, low in calories, super high in protein and look like crazy rich. Yeah. Uh, you know, it looks like they'd be 5,000 calories. But right, 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 right. <laughs> And then, and then he routes people to get to his link in bio and buy his ebook that he cobbled together. Mm, okay. And, and so this guy last year made $45,000 being a sheriff's deputy. Yeah. And I, I have permission from him to share his earnings. Yeah. Last month, he made $46,000 in a wow. month. Oh, that's crazy. The month before that, he made $35,000. The month before that, he made $43,000. Wow. And I talked to him and I said, well, in, in June, you made $43,000. And in July, you only made $35,000. What happened? And he was like, I, I went on vacation. And for three weeks, I didn't produce any content. Right. And so the $35,000, that was decay <laughs> that, that he made. Wow. That's uh, crazy. And so, and by the way, he started monetizing mm -hmm. when he had hundreds of followers, not thousands, even less than a thousand. Mm. Because his wow. whole point, you don't need to have a large audience to monetize because yeah. yeah. every piece of content you produce, and he produces content basically every day when he's not on vacation. Right. Every piece of content you produce is basically just a, just a tease, just an ad right. to show you to buy the cookbook. That's awesome. And, and that works marvelously well. Or we have another creator who's tiny. He's got 700 and... 700, not 700, uh, 700 followers, like 710 followers on Instagram, less than wow. a thousand, who's yeah, making yeah. over $3,000 a month now selling what? He too sells an ebook. Um, there are notes for people that are training to be registered nurses. Wow. And so he uses Instagram to engage people and mm -hmm. offer them different types of content, his music and other things, and also the study guide bundle. <laughs> to be a registered nurse and it's making over 3000 bucks a month. And so this is what's kind of interesting about Koji is that we are not simply focused on, you know, people that want to take that traditional path of being a creator. We're saying anyone with an audience or without an audience can start to engage people in, in many different new types of ways and monetize with a tiny audience or no audience at all, as you know, mm -hmm. you know, with TikTok algorithms and, and YouTube shorts, you actually don't really need followers. Like day one, you can go viral on TikTok. Yeah. And, yeah. and that, that's amazing. That's amazing. And people, people are taking advantage of that. They're not focused on followers. They're focused on creating lots of content. Each piece of content you create is an opportunity. And the other key is in every piece of content, Kyle tells them recipes in the bio, recipes in the bio. Just like today, you can't watch a YouTube video without hearing the words. Make sure you hit the, the like icon and, and subscribe and hit the bell icon. That same thing exists with LinkedIn bios. You got to tell people in all your posts 
to go and visit your link in bio. If you do, marvelous things happen. If you don't, they don't tap on the link in bio. That's the well, dirty secret, you know. That's it. Yeah. If you don't ask for it, you're not going to yeah, yeah. You know, receive it, right? You got to ask. You got to ask. So, mm -hmm. yeah, no, that's fantastic. I, I really do like, you know, there's a kind of a special place in my heart for like smaller up and coming creators. And I love hearing like, you know, platforms like yours and tools like yours that allows them to monetize right from zero or like a very small following. Because, you know, traditionally you need to have a certain amount of followers, you know, and, um, you know, for vanity numbers to get those brand deals and stuff. And those are always very much out of reach, out of reach for a lot of the up and coming creators, right? And so oh. you, you kind of grind and grind, you know, until like, okay, one day I'm going to be able to like, you know, make a living out of my craft. And, um, you know, times are changing, you know, tools like Koji exist now. And, um, and, and there's a, there's this like, there's this like myth that like nobody wants to pay me or support me, but like if I, ha I have a small following, but like, no, they actually do. Like they don't care. Like they saw your TikTok today and it's your first TikTok maybe, but it helped them out, you know? And so now yeah. they're going to go check, they're going to go click that link in bio and like find a way to support you or thank you or, you know, somehow like show appreciation to you monetarily. Right. Totally. That's a one-on-one -on -one thing, you know? Yeah. People that saw a video you made that helped them, helped, helped them understand something or inspired them, they don't yeah. care how big your following is. That's not no. what they like about you. They like that you just gave them this like amazing insight. You may have changed their life. They want the ability to say thank you. What can they do now? They can make a comment. They can push the like button. They can subscribe. Yeah. But if you give them an opportunity to do it in other ways, like buy you dinner tonight or, yeah. or you know, or, like people do that. It's amazing. I mean, yeah. we have people who are getting $500 tips. Yeah. Like regular yeah. creators that, that yeah. out of nowhere, not with big followings. Again, yeah. I've been, the size of following when it comes to Kochi is literally irrelevant. Just, <laughs> yeah. I imagine. Giant creators on our homepage, for example, that actually don't do very well financially. Mm. Mm. Because even though they're large, they're not really engaging audiences in the type of way that the audience wants to engage with them in that yeah. way, right? Yeah. Or they don't call out the link in bio. They put it there as a convenience, but they don't remind people that it's there. And so people just don't go there. And they might have, you know, tens of millions of followers, but people aren't visiting their link in bio. And yeah. I can believe that. Yeah, I can believe that, you know, because uh, I, I imagine like the mindset of a larger creator is like, you know what, I'm getting paid. Like I'll so, somebody will reach out and do a brand deal with me and like, you know, whereas like maybe an up and coming creator is more like, all right, this is a video like this video has to hit. Right. You know, like I need to get some engagement on this video. Like it's a little bit more of that hunger mentality, a little bit, you know, a little bit more motivation, which totally. which I totally get, you know, um, and even. Yeah, like a smaller following. I totally believe that, like where I sit here as head of partnerships at, at Uscreen in my day job, um, I'm constantly going through and looking at creators and their channels and their engagement. I'm like, well, I'm not afraid to you know do a sponsorship or a brand deal with a smaller creator because i know that their their audience is way more engaged just you know they just have more time right um to to uh you know hang out and get to know and engage and call out their um their their uh subscribers and followers and viewers by name you know they just have more time to reply to comments and all those things so yeah no that's this is just, I mean, you know, like I said, we we met a little while ago, right, Dimitri? And like, I reached out to you. I'm like, hey, I really like what you guys are doing. I've been looking for a link in bio tool 
And uh, there's other there's other uh, alternatives out there, but I really landed on what you guys uh, had to offer just because of this. It was honestly the app store that sold me. Oh. Like, well, yeah. Look, there's over a hundred uh, providers of Lincoln Bioservices. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, w- ours is free to use and super customizable, and you're free mm-hmm. to use it. But you can actually take Koji's and you can put it on any Lincoln Bio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like each Koji mini app, each module is just a link. So right, if you want to right. link tree still and you want to put Koji mini apps on it, you can do that. People do that. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, okay. So it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to be a Koji link, but the modules, the link to the modules inside Koji can be added to other Lincoln Bio tools. I never thought of that. That makes so or much sense. Or you can take your tip jar, for example, or any Koji module, the mini app, and mm-hmm. take that link and share it on Twitter or on Facebook. Oh, It'll okay. show up in people's feeds. Got it. I see that. Yeah, I'm looking at um, uh, T-shirt fit, and I look at his premium cookbook bundle, um, and uh, there is a. If you click on that, there is a share buttons, and then you can copy the link to that. Yeah, it makes sense. That's so cool. <laughs> That's brilliant, actually. That's so good. That's so good. So nobody has to. They can use whatever they want, but preferably use Koji, right? So, um, but yeah, you can use all of the different modules inside. Yeah. We we really don't care. I mean, yeah. <laughs> if you, if you use other Lincoln Bioservices. This is wonderful. We actually have partnerships with other Lincoln Bioservices. Like so WordPress yeah. now has Lincoln Bio. We integrate with WordPress. There's a company out there Amazing. called Jemmy that's integrated our entire app store directly in their Lincoln Bio. Wow. Uh, I've had conversations wow. with a number of these Lincoln Bio providers saying, look, feel free to integrate our app store directly into your product. Our business is not to compete in the Lincoln Bio space. Uh, we, by the way, we make money. The only way we make money is if creators make money. We take a small percentage of transactions when transactions happen. Other than that, everything is completely free to use forever. That's what I was going to ask you, actually. Yeah, it's going to be one of my next questions was like, how do you guys monetize? And um, I think for I think for some reason, maybe Demetria, for some reason, when we initially talked, I think you guys were not charging or I don't know. But um, yeah, so you guys take a small percentage of each transaction. Yeah. Not, not, nothing has changed since the last time you. Oh, were okay, on. okay, gotcha. We gotcha. just never charged and never will charge for the Lincoln Bio. Yeah, I got it. Of any of the apps, we when the when there's transactions that happen through the apps, then we take a percentage. By the way, I'll give you an example. Yeah. So Cameo, for example, takes twenty five percent of transactions. Mm-hmm. Our competitor to Cameo, directly on your Lincoln Bio called Shoutout, takes five mm-hmm. percent. Oh, nice. Okay. Okay. Our tip jar has no percentage at all doesn't take a penny you get a hundred percent that's actually a loss leader for us oh okay, in the sense okay. we, we pay money we pay transaction fees yeah for yeah. for uh people tipping other people but that's okay because that's sort of a loss leader for us yeah, uh, yeah. another one called rares which is a competitor to basically to like only fans you can lock up images and videos and let people pay money to unlock them directly on your link in bio mm. uh, that one takes 15 percent Okay, that's actually sort of the highest one in the App Store right now. Right, right. So, so it varies, right? The varies, yeah. and but that's fully transparent to um, to it the is. creator. They'll they'll know what you know what the revenue share is going to be. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's that's really cool. What um what's your what's your take on like the challenges for a creator? You know, during as you know, sort of like you know, twenty twenty two now we're kind of dating this podcast, but that's fine. Um, but like as we go into like twenty twenty three you know, all these changes and everything on YouTube, like, you know, wh- where do you see the challenge for a creator? And like, I guess, 
I guess like also to connect that to Koji, like where you guys look to, you know, like there's this saying, right? Like you never want to go, you never want to pass to where the player is. You got to pass to where he's going to be. So I'm curious where you guys are kind of forecasting, like, all right, the opportunity in a year is like here. So like, let's start building towards that. Like, where do you guys kind of see the creator economy and, and where your opportunity is to, to help them? Totally. Um, so we were talking about this a few minutes ago. Uh, to be a creator kind of in this old way where mm -hmm. you join these networks and you create a bunch of content and you try to grow an audience and you try to get sponsorships, that's yeah. getting harder and harder. Yep. Meaning there's more and more competition. Like many people celebrate, like so many people have jumped into the creator economy because now you've got amazing tools that allow you to create faster, better, etc. Uh, and 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 so getting to that state where you've got a large enough following to matter and have deals that, you know, sponsorships that are at your doorstep. Well, that's getting harder and harder to do. Right. Uh, and by the way, and some people will continue to do that. And, and there is value there because if you get really large, you're a celebrity and people recognize you on the street and all of that stuff. And if you're optimizing for that, you need to continue to behave in that way. Yeah. But what we're seeing, you know, very clearly the acceleration of are creators like Kyle or Jamal or some of these other creators that I mentioned that are taking a radically different approach. They don't care about YouTube ad share. They couldn't mm -hmm. care less about that. They yeah. couldn't care less about a brand showing up and trying to give them money. That's not what they do. They start posting to social media to promote a cause, to sell a product with some kind of, you know, intention. And they are basically solopreneurs, which is a word that sort of gets thrown around today, right? They're, right. they're modern day digital entrepreneurs that realize that you have this like very powerful capability as a digital entrepreneur to leverage these social media networks as a means of basically free advertising. Mm -hmm. And so every post they make, is simply an advertisement for what they really want you to do, which is to engage with them in, in this other way on their network that they own, meaning their link in bio. Right, right. right. And, yep. and so we believe that is absolutely the big growth opportunity for anyone that's in the creator economy is to focus on those people. Hmm. Yeah. Because there's, there's multiple orders of magnitude, more of them, for example, then there are people who want to grow an audience and be celebrity social media creators. Yeah. By the yeah. way, if you do the math, like it's really, I always find it surprising uh, that people don't do some simple math, but like, you know, the amount of content you have to produce, the amount, the number of hours you need to put in, in order to become uh, a social media creator worthy of brands approaching you if you sort of calculated that and said well, how much am i making an hour <laughs> like you're not making anything now you're making pennies of that that's right that's because right the math doesn't work no and, but here the math does work and that's why like when i was talking to kyle to t-shirt fit on my on my live broadcast um you know he said that that he was stress-free as a creator and i i said hold on you just said you're stress-free that's not what we hear from creators <laughs> and that's why he's stress-free because he's not trying to be on that hamster wheel in that rat race that regular creators are trying to do he's in control yeah yeah right? 
He's a yeah. he's a mogul, not at the mercy of you know creator funds or ad shares or some brand thinking you're worth it. He's in control of his own destiny. Yeah. And that's yeah. a radically different way to be. That's a much that's a way different position to be in. Yeah, where you're not having to like, all right, I need to upload, I need to upload, right? Because yeah, yeah, because if you yeah, because if you see if like if you make money from the uploads, then yes, you need to continue uploading because you don't have a business to catch, like you don't have revenue streams to catch. Like, but if you look at it the way that it seems like you're educating your creators, and the same thing that we're trying to do at Uscreen as well is like these platforms are all discovery platforms, YouTube, Instagram, you know, uh, TikTok. These are all places to be discovered, but they're not monetization platforms. You're not going to make, you're not going to make full-time revenue from these platforms directly. So you do need to build, you know, services and like, you know, uh, products, eBooks, you know, courses, memberships um, off of these platforms to really then make money, right? You know, these platforms make money for themselves and they share a little bit of it with you, but it's not, you know, your your revenue is not their priority. So, um, yeah, I love that you guys are educating your creators in that way. That's, I mean, that's a massive shift in thinking. Uh, but the sooner that a creator learns that when they're starting out, I feel like the the, the more sustainable, the the more stress free they're going to be, right? Like T-shirt fit is, you know, and and it's great to see because then you can you know, they create better content. They're not under pressure to like, all right, we just got <laughs> to pump out stuff, you know, and noise. If you, if you yeah. see yourself in this old way as a creator, in a yeah. sense, you're sort of like an, an independent contractor working for YouTube. That's you're right. Not paid, you're just doing a bunch of work. Right. That's big enough that YouTube gives you a little share or that some sponsor comes and finds you and, and, and sort of blesses you with that. The other right. thing is, super bursty like even for the big ones revenues are horribly bursty some months you might do great other months you might not because for whatever reason you know brand dollars dry up or they gave it to somebody else or whatever mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with t-shirt fit his chart is just up and to the right and accelerating he's not right. dependent at all on what any you know brand manager thinks or you know whether his fans decided to show up like i said he went on vacation for three weeks didn't make <laughs> any content and made thirty-five thousand bucks selling his product he bad, right? his old videos just yeah. to sort of remind people that he existed right but that's a that's a totally different way of thinking about being a creator yeah yeah no i i love everything that you guys are doing dimitri i mean that's kind of the reason i continue following you and just continue to learn from you and kind of what you're doing in this space. Cause I, I feel like we're in the same mission here to, you know, help creators just monetize way sooner and just build sustainable revenue streams um, off platform, which is great. So, um, you know, this is great. I really appreciate your time. I know we're, we're way over what I asked you. It's like almost 30 minutes now. And I asked you for 20 minutes of your time and I know you're generous with it. So, um, I wanted to just, uh, yeah, invite you to, to share where people can get connected and, and start using Koji, um, you know, and set it up for themselves. What's the best place to do that? Yeah, they can just go to withkoji.com. Uh, and find us there. Another URL that works well that I prefer is koji.to, koji.to. Perfect. And, uh, and, and then create an account. And again, it's all free and they can start using it immediately. They, they can find me on kind of all the social media services. I'm Dimitri Shapiro on Twitter. I'm at Dimitri. So I was a very early user of, uh, of, of Twitter, an early tweet. 
<laughs> early tweet, early tweet. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Two questions before you run. Uh, uh, one, who is a creator that you would love to, just to put it out there, who, which, which creator would you love to interview on your broadcast? That's a, that's a really good question. There's so many, right? There's so many. There's so many. Yeah, yeah that's, that, that's a tough question, buddy. <laughs> um, actually, I'll, I'll pick a name. Uh, Peter Hollins. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I like Peter. I like Peter. Yeah, he's I, a great I, guy. I love Peter. I think Peter is brilliant. Mm -hmm. uh, he uses Koji. Uh, mm -hmm. And now you actually gave me an idea. I'm going to reach out to Peter. And yeah. see if I can get him on <laughs> on my live. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be great. It'd be great. Yeah. Get him to sing, get him to sing a little bit, you know, sing a few bars. Yeah, no, we uh uh I worked a little bit with Peter when I was at Tube Buddy. He was um he was part of our creator council. So uh, I got to hang out with him at least a couple times a month and pick his brain about, you know, the the creator economy and everything. But yeah, he's a brilliant guy. Super nice too. Um, mm -hmm. you know, well deserving of all the success. Um, yeah, fantastic. And then uh and then also uh I think I asked you already, but like, yeah, what is uh your 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 background? We never got to ask you this in the in the beginning, but you know, Koji is not your first you know, uh, walk in the park or whatever, the, whatever, the, whatever, the, whatever the, uh, the saying is like Koji is not your first baby. Right. Right. Yeah. Fact, tell us, I, a, tell I, us I, a couple I, other, other things that you've launched in the past. Well, first of all, I have five actual babies. I've got five <laughs> kids, crazy. I've got twins that are human babies. Are yeah. Human babies. Yeah. So I've got five kids. That's kind of crazy. Uh, right. Yeah. I, I describe my background as a checkered past. I'm a, I'm a tech nerd. I started writing code in 1984 uh, when I was in high school. I was 14 years old. Wow. Um, I started electrical engineering, never done a day of it. I've always done software. Uh, from 1995 to 1999, I built the web team at Fujitsu. Uh, mm. Then I built a company, a venture-backed company called Econic Systems, which was an enterprise software cybersecurity company. Uh, um, raised $34 million for that. Uh, wow. Sold it to Quest Software. Then uh, I started a company called Veo, V-E-O-H, which was one of the major competitors to YouTube. So it was YouTube, Hulu, Veo, and Daily Motion. Uh, raised seventy million dollars there. Did that for five years. Um, got sued out of existence there by Universal Music. It's really a famous case. Uh, you can look it up on Google. We served as the precedent to the Viacom versus YouTube case. And so Chad called me afterwards and, 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 and we talked about it. Um, then uh, I went to MySpace and I was CTO of MySpace Music. So I ran all of product and engineering. And then I went to Google for four years and ran a bunch of social services. I ran the social graph, for example, on Google Plus um, and, and some identity services and discovery. And then joined this kid that I met on Hacker News <laughs> he was a 19 year old kid studying literature at Chapman University mm. and, and we became friends. And I realized over a couple of years that he lived in my garage when I was still working at Google, that Sean, by far, even though I'd been in software since 1984, was the most talented software developer and architect and, and product thinker that, that I've ever personally known. Wow. And so after a couple of years, I decided to jump ship from Google. This was in 2016. And Sean and I started, uh, the company is called Go Meta, Go Meta. Mm -hmm. 
and Koji is our is our platform. Actually, before Koji, for the first two years, we built another platform called Metaverse Studio. It's still in market. You can see it at metaversestudio.com. It allows anyone to create augmented reality experiences, basically Pokemon Go-like experience experiences, and and wow. render them via phone. It's it's giant. I mean, last month there was over fifty thousand augmented reality experiences created primarily by teachers and students in K through 12. Although, as you can see here, a bunch of marketers use it and other folks. And then four, two years into it, we pivoted to Koji, left this running because their entire curriculums and schools planned around Metaverse. Mm -hmm. uh, but we decided we wanted to, to build Koji because we were so excited about that. That's that's anyway, that's, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even realize you had Metaverse. Uh, and that's um, that's just free. It's just there. It's just there. Wow, <laughs> fantastic! Yeah, no, this is great. Yeah, I, like I said, I was I'm, I'm super impressed with what you've done and uh, with Koji, and I just love what you guys are doing there. I'm I'm excited to see where you guys take it even further, um, you know, over the years to come and everything with the creator economy just exploding. You know, I feel like Koji is going to be a big part of the you know for a lot of creators, um, and uh, really like kind of you know set them set them set them up to be you know less stress free free right like uh for uh, our friend here t-shirt fits so um fantastic well dimitri thanks for hanging out with us today uh definitely need to get you back on and um i know you're in san diego i'll be in la next week for vid summit so i don't know if you'll be there but uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna come up again i've got i've got these twins now that are three months yeah. so I'm gonna come up for all three days but i am gonna come come up for a day so i'll see you there all right. Sounds good. Well, we'll see you there. All right. Awesome. Well, um, I'm going to make sure I have every, you know, you, all your links and everything in the show notes. You guys go check out Koji, set up your own Koji, and then uh, send me a DM. Let me know uh, your Koji link when you get we get it, get it set up. All right. Uh, Dimitri, thanks for your time, man. We'll talk soon. Thanks so much.